Brought to you by Dan and Michaela. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Feel Love's signature program, Pathways to Freedom. Pathways to Freedom is our program designed to potentiate your life, to give you a deeper and richer experience, and ultimately so you can excel and succeed in all areas of life, whether that is in business, relationships, health, performance, or any area in life you wish to master. If you want to find more information, make sure you visit us at feel-alive.com.au. Hopefully it works this time. Yeah. I think it will because Keegan's worked and worked last night. Yeah. Yo. Yo. What is Yo. up, brother? How are you? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Good, good, good. Pretty pumped for today. Me or you? Huh? Am I pumped or are you pumped? I'm pumped. Are you I'm pumped? Good. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How you been? You been, been well? Oh, dude, flat out, but really good. Yeah. Flat, flat out, but really good. Hey, JT. <laughs> um, what's news? You guys are fucking crushing it. Yeah, it's been a bit of a pivot at the moment. It's, um, can't say. <laughs> it's been fucking awesome to watch. Oh, oh, thank, sweet. You. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Deep down, it's been like a bit of a blessing in disguise, to be honest. Yeah. Hugely. <laughs> it's kind of where I think when we went to the Wealth Mastery thing, we were saying that we've wanted to do this since then. And it's like, I mean, it's happened now, which is good. But yeah. <laughs> so what's the pivot been? Uh, just online. Like, um, yeah, the gym, gym closed down a month ago. Like we salvaged as many sort of members throughout that as we could. Um, and yeah, we just sort of decided to go all in on, just coaching and building out an epic online product. So, so like close down, close down, fully close down. Oh, well, I mean, the doors are closed at the moment. Um, and we've, we're just doing some online training at the moment, like just through some um, like coaching apps some zoom calls and stuff like that with our PTs. Um, but yeah, we're just using the opportunity now to branch out and just incorporate everything else that we've learned into like an online program. And yeah, like we're actually look, actually like hoping that it's like <laughs> successful enough it that we can be, just oh it will be yeah but um yeah that we can just do it full time sweet have you lost weight dan you look you're looking really fit i've dropped probably about 10 or 11 kilos yeah so. dude so noticeable uh, and you're like actually like beaming yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah it's just um i guess throughout this time it's just like being able to just dive so much deeper in ourselves mm. like fucking training whenever we want ice baths breath work i don't know it's just more more us yeah it's good yeah yeah well keep doing it because it's awesome and your online presence is like growing and you can like reach more people now mm. Mm. yeah yeah definitely so all right so what we're going to do is we're gonna oh, have you streamed it no yeah no. i haven't streamed it yet okay so we tried this last time and it didn't work but i'm Sure, it's gonna work. Yeah, this time. We'll, it'll work this time. Yeah, through through B Live. Uh, no, you can you can stream straight from Zoom into a, like a Facebook group now. Oh, how do you do that? Share screen? No, it's like uh, it might not show up on your Zoom because uh, with the uh, admin for it. But you know, at the bottom of the screen, you got share screen, recording, then you got your reactions, and then the three little dots. Mm. So you just hit the three little dots, and you can live it straight to YouTube, Workplace, mm. or Facebook. Oh, sick. All right. Yeah. So we're going to give that a crack. Let's do it. All right. I'll, um, I'll do this now.
How many people are in the group? Uh, we've got about 70. No, there's 90 now. Oh, 90 now, is it? Yeah. We <laughs> it's growing like so much. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, 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 it's good. How can we tell if it's working? Um, I'm just setting it up now on Facebook and I'll know in like two seconds. It's going to work. Go live. That title. No, that didn't work last time. Is there yeah, a plan or are we, just yeah. are we winging it? Uh, so we've got like a small little, just before we go live, I might run you through it actually. Like we've <laughs> just got a um, small little oh, what, six, seven questions here. Um, so we'll just sort of ask you a little bit about yourself, um, like a little bit about your history, like when you were in high stressful environments, like in the military, uh, when you went for your world record, what sort of mindset you would have had to have in order to achieve that um, and how that's led to where you're currently at now in life, like with what you're currently doing. Um, and then we'll move into if someone was to ask you what you do, what, what would it be? Like how would you describe what you do? Um, and then we've got like what would make someone a high performer? What are some of the skills do you believe a high performer has? Um what are some of the things that a high performer would value in life? I'll be able to nail all these when uh, just off the top. So is it pretty much, how long will it be? Like an hour or? Yeah, yeah a bit. So about an hour? About an hour. And, um, and then at the end we've got, uh, oh yeah. So then we're going to, at the end of it, just say like two main things that we, we kind of see show up is either like people who have all of these amazing visions, ideas, um, ideals, but then they, don't yet have the skills to drag that down into the physical and make it happen. And the other side of the coin where people are so caught up in the details that they forget to sort of um, forget how they can link that back to their highest vision. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, anything else that you feel like you want to explore or dive into around high performance go nuts as well. All right. Um, at the end as well, we're, you can like we'll plug you in for your um for your wealth mastery and whatever you want you can like share all that information with them as well sweet mm. yeah you kid all right cool. let's let's do this do, 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 do. go go live anyway sweet um we are live not yet not yet we are <laughs> Oh, it says it is. It says it is. Cool. Here we go. All right, we're on. We can. Let's do it. All right, so welcome, welcome guys. Welcome JT to the um, Feel Live experience. Thank you for jumping on today. Pleasure Thank to have you. you here. Thank you. Thank you both. Like looking at you, your brand is called Feel Alive and I see l so much life in you too. You guys are the greatest role models and leaders for your tribe. So thank you. It's, a, it's an honor. Thank, thank you. you. It's, um, it's really funny because you were actually one of our first mentors, I think, with yeah. this whole What's mindset that? kind of journey. Yeah, I think so, what was um, that like two years ago now? I think I reached out to you. Mm. I remember yeah. coming to have lunch with you in Burley. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I remember Dan came home and he's like, oh, I really like that dude. I really aligned with him. <laughs> like, I loved his energy. <laughs> so it was good. Yes. It was good. Yeah, no, that was a good day. That was the start of it all. Yeah, yeah definitely opened the doors for us. So. Um, so first of all, did you want to share a little bit about yourself, where you've come from? Um, I know you've got a huge resume of amazing successes like um, Guinness World Record holder, you're in the military, all of that sort of stuff. So do you want to share with us like where you come from, what you're doing now and what led you to who you are? Being the epic high performer that you are. <laughs> I come from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I was born in England. I've lived in New Zealand since I was 10 until 26. And I've been in Australia since then. But really, I think my life all sort of started when I got expelled from school when I was 16. I was just, I was a good, I had a good 
like I'm a good soul, but I was just a bad kid. I just didn't work <laughs> at school. So I got expelled and fell into drugs and alcohol and that, that, yeah, that went on for like a year. And I talked to my dad on the phone. He lived in England and I lived in New Zealand and he, um, I was, I was high. Like I'd taken some drugs when I was talking to him and my dad's like this, the highest morals of anyone on earth. And like, it's insane when people meet him, they're just like, well, your dad's just so fucking amazing. And so he had these high morals and here was me high. And I was like, I got to change. I got to change. This is fucked up. My friends were starting to commit suicide. They were smoking methamphetamines. I was smoking it as well. And, and it just got to the point where something needed to change. So I'm going to give you the condensed story, by the way. So I joined the military the very next day. I got on the phone to the military that the, you know, I woke up in the morning after talking to my dad and I just joined up in the army and I've always been, um, I've always been driven. Like you guys know me, like, super high drive and I've always had that but I've never just channeled it properly and then when I channeled it into the military I actually became like quite a good soldier and um, then became a physical training instructor which is you know there's a selection process for that and then I went and I topped my physical training instructor course so I came um, like top student got distinction and that was against some people that I really rated and still rate like I these people are freaking incredible humans still some of my best friends and they're doing amazing amazing things um one of the guys is he's like one of the world's strongest men but he's also like an ultra endurance athlete like that isn't isn't yeah. Okay? Yeah. he's playing at both ends of the spectrum he's done crossfit he was mr junior mr olympia when he was um well he came third in the junior mr olympia so this guy's a machine and i'm um, so, so i topped the course and that like gave me confidence that I'd never had before because I looked up to these people and then all of a sudden in this realm of fitness and you know physical training I just I just like outperformed them mm-hmm. and that gave me and one of the guys was like a professional rugby player who, who literally was getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play rugby and I I edged him right so that helped my confidence a lot and you know when I t- coach people now through any area of life the biggest thing is when evidence supports what we want, like it, it really encourages us to uh, believe in ourselves more. And so I just started believing in myself from that day on more. I went on to train the New Zealand Special Forces as the physical training instructor. And then um, like momentum grew. I started getting into personal development books and I outgrew the military and I was like, I want to do this on my own. I went into personal training, my first business um, it didn't fail, but I, I, I had a business arrangement and that broke down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a bit of a punch up. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, I walked away. That was like $13,000 in and I walked from it. Mm. And then I went and I set up, uh, I borrowed some money. I had no money left. I left it all behind in that. Borrowed some money and set up a CrossFit gym. That went really well. I competed at CrossFit. Um, so when I had that personal training business, I was bodybuilding and I won New Zealand nationals. So I sort of, it, it's not like the pinnacle pinnacle, but I, I got to a really high level really quickly in that sport. And then I moved to CrossFit when I opened these CrossFit gyms and I got to a really high level in CrossFit as well um, and competed at regionals three years straight. Um, and the gyms did really well, sold the gyms and moved to Australia. And then Like that's where it was like six and a half years ago. Now it all started to unfold moving to, as you guys knew me, um, I I was just transitioning out of another online business. I started, Um, I'd done the Guinness world record. I achieved that. And then I moved into mindset and, and, you know, that was two years ago now when we chatted. And ever since then, I've just been really growing myself as a coach and growing my business. Mm. And to anyone listening, sorry that was long-winded. We'll get to the meat soon, I'm sure. <laughs> That's good. Totally. And you're you're now speaking in front of huge crowds, aren't you? Well, they're getting bigger. I've got an online event next weekend, which is they're going to have probably about twenty thousand people. Holy so, shit! <laughs> wow. It's 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 getting up there. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is, it's funny. Like, and for anyone listening as well, yeah, that, that to me was a dream not long ago and even as i sit in my house today i'm like what was i doing i was doing something and i was like wait a minute dude 
like three months ago, this was a dream. Mm. And it's just funny that dreams fucking come true. Like they mm. really do. And so, yeah, I, I, today I was sitting and I, was, I can't remember what it was specifically, but I was like, you know what? You're actually, you're actually doing it, John. You're actually mm. doing it. And I was like, don't ever doubt your ability to create your wildest dreams. Just, you know, don't be in a rush. Just take your mm. time and all of it's going to happen. So know what you want. Don't doubt it. And it's yours, you know? And so, yeah, today was great when I really re-realized, you know, that it, it was more confident. Like you're doing the right thing. You're doing the mm. right thing. Yeah. 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 Wow. And it's like, like sometimes you just need that, um, that courage to back yourself, don't you? Like, like I remember the first time that I ever sat down to like write out a big business plan, like a 10 year business plan type thing. And, um, I went and went to this big seminar and he's like, you know, just, just do whatever you want. Like if you're aiming for the moon, shoot for the stars type of thing, like make it so big, so wild. So out of this, out of this world that it scares you. And I was like, is this stuff like real? Am I going to really start achieving that? And like last year, um, moving into this year, like I've still got the thing on my wall and I'm like, holy shit, it's starting to like come into place. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's amazing. But, yeah. Totally. It's, cool. it's a cool totally, feeling. Man. It's a cool yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if you guys know, but I, I do a thing called a book of life. I don't have mm. any here. I don't think. And I get my, um, like the people I coach to do them too. And it's like a vision board, but on total steroids, like the most steroided vision board you've ever seen. <laughs> it's really incredible. Um, and I've been doing it for 13 years now and I can look back through my old goal setting. It was like buy first property, you know, mm. and then like within the book of life, cause it's, it's, it's an A5 clear folder. Oh yeah, there's some here. It's like an, this is like an A5 clear folder. So it's got clear pages. Yep. So you, each time you update it, like every year or every three months, you slip a new thing in. And so all your old ones are still there. And it was like, I looked through it the other day and it was like, holy crap. Like my goals, even though back then they were really big, I look back at them now and I'm like, oh, this stuff's easy. Like, you know, and it just, it's like growth is real. It's, it's a lot of people get stuck in a loop in life. Mm. and don't get ahead and um like with a few tweaks to what they're doing yeah 100% yeah yeah so um what would you how would you describe to someone who's listening what exactly it is that you do like what is what is it well I'm I'm a life coach like Mm. I'm a life coach but that is so broad now and there are so many coaches and so I'm like how do you stand out from the crowd? Because, you know, there are some other great coaches and there are some other people that are not so great and maybe they're just beginning. I don't know, but it's very hard to separate myself from others, um, like linguistically in yeah. a sentence or with a, in a name. But really what I do is is I, I do help people business coaching, but that's not what I do. I help people with their mindset, their emotions that are holding them back from greatness in any area of life. So if they're struggling in business, I will be able to, you know, I've got the tools to be able to help them with their, you know, their mind, their emotions, Mm. because, you know, business isn't, it's like strategy. If I gave someone the perfect business plan, fuck, I gave you guys perfect business plan, right? (laughs) Yeah. And like you said, it's like, Oh, it's like a, a year and it's happening. If, if, if there wasn't fear or if there wasn't doubt, if there wasn't uncertainty, someone takes action so much quicker. So Mm. even with the perfect business plan, even with the perfect wealth plan, even with fitness, with the perfect training program, if there is a person doubts themselves, if they don't have resilience, which this is all mindset, all emotions, if that is out of whack, it doesn't matter how good the plans are on the outside, you're not going to go very far. Mm. And so that's what I do. Whether it's professional athletes, celebrities, it is fix the mind, fix the emotions so that someone can excel. They can be a high performer in whatever it is they do as a mm. mom, as a dad, as a lawnmower man or woman, or mm. as a, you know, an Olympic athlete. Mm. Yeah. So true. Hey. Yeah. Buddy earth. So like, what would you like, what, what makes someone a high performer? Oh, Danny boy. Um, (laughs) 
So really, honestly, I think the biggest thing is, is that someone, you have to have a vision of what you mm. want. Mm. And that, and that mm. needs to be supported by a very, very powerful why. Like, why, why are you doing this? Mm. Why, why do you want to build um, an online brand, you know, to help people transform their lives? Why does someone want to play? And until you've really built that why, and for some people that happens, um, I want to say automatically. And by that, what I mean is, what I mean, what I mean is, <laughs> Some people might have like a troubled youth and they might have nothing and they might be on the streets and through that um, constant struggle, they build resilience and they want to get away from maybe it's poverty or they want to get away from being mistreated so badly that it lights a flame in them and they just automatically lit. Some people have a very comfortable upbringing and comfort is the enemy of execution. Like if you're comfortable, you're not going to make any changes. And I've got, I've got people that I know that are comfortable. They earn good money. They've got a good partner. They've, you know, they've got a house. They're, they're comfortable. But I see talent in them and potential. And beyond anybody who's started with less, or st but they just, they lack drive and why? Because life's just easy. Mm. And so for, some, for someone like that, they need to cultivate it. They need to start, instead of being motivated, you guys know this, like you can either be motivated by pain or pleasure. Mm. Pain is a fantastic motivator. Like people make massive changes through not liking where they're at or who they're being and boom, they can transform. You know, someone looks in the mirror and they're overweight. They're like, fuck this. I'm sick of this. And, and that's just motivation. I'm sick of, um, yeah, I'm sick of being unhealthy. I'm sick of people looking at me in disgust. And like that can motivate someone. Mm. But if someone's comfortable and they're like, I'm good. You know, everything's, everything's okay. There's no motivation. So that kind of person needs to be motivated by pleasure. It's like, well, what else is there? Mm. You know, or how can you help others? Find something that, that is pleasurable. Find something that you want to go and do because you love doing. That is, that's how motivation can pull us forwards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, hugely. And do you um, find like, because I know I experienced that like when I went through like my big transformation three years ago, three, maybe four years ago it was like this came out of a time in my life that was, um, you could say it was quite dark and throughout that period I stacked on like so much weight and I still remember the exact moment where it was, I was just like, holy shit, I've got to, I've got to do something. And I was at Dreamworld, went down one of the roller coasters and they took the photo and it was after we went and got the photo and I, I was looking at myself and like, fucking old man, like I've got to, I've got to do something here. Mm -hmm. And I found for me, like that mm -hmm. pain initially was like, boom, like a rocket. I've got to go and take this thing. But like, I found I got to a point where it's like the pain, the motivation of the pain sort of drops off. So do you find that people eventually need to find that, um, that inspiration to keep pulling them towards mm -hmm. what they want after the pain's dropped off? Absolutely. For yeah. sure. Like if you put your hand in a fire, it hurts. So you pull it out. But as soon as it's out the fire, you, you stop moving. You're like, ah, mm. oh, the pain's gone. So you stop. And another way to think about it is the donkey analogy. If you whip a donkey on its bum, it will move forward. But as soon as you stop whipping it, it will stop. Mm. Or you can sit on the donkey and dangle a carrot in front of its face and it will never stop. It will just keep going forward towards what it wants. Right. Mm. So as soon as the pain stops, people stop. Mm. Um, and there's always something we can, this could go really deep because then we could start talking about the ego and the fact that really pain-based motivation is based in ego. Yeah. And, you know, is ego a good or a bad thing? Is it a neutral thing? Like what is ego? And then being motivated by pleasure. Um, yeah, we could go deep. So it depends how deep and how We can long. go deep. We can go deep. Well, ultimately the ego is the ego is who we think we are. It's our identity and the ego has two parts. It has the part that you, you kind of know about and then it's got the shadow, which is the part you repress and the part you deny within yourself. I did a post the other day on my social media and it was funny. And I said, I used the word coward and I got all this hate mail. People like, you can't call someone a coward. That's not very nice. And, <laughs> and, like, and I even said in the post, I was like, I know it's not a nice word, but the truth is that behavior is cowardice. And 
to really be successful, you need to have courage. And I wasn't having a go. Like, I'm a coward sometimes. Mm. You guys are cowards sometimes. Everybody has the ability to be a coward. It's not a bad thing. Mm. And so, so if I said I'm not a coward, that is, that's my shadow. And that is going to come back to haunt me if, if we're suppressing a part of ourselves instead yep. of being, being our whole selves. I've been a coward when it comes mm. to asking women out before. Like, if, you know, if somebody bloody put parachute on me and said jump off that cliff i probably wouldn't do it and that's <laughs> yeah. like that's cowardice behavior right yeah and it's like i'm okay with that i can be a coward and so once yeah when it comes to when it comes to the the ego and the shadow the shadow is normally the part we we're unaware of because we've suppressed it for so long and we deny that part of ourselves mm. and when it comes to motivation and the ego <clears throat> if we if we are like if we we perceive we're being judged by others so maybe we'd, let's talk about someone who might be overweight if somebody perceived that so they would be like i'm overweight and they believe that about themselves and there would be a story that goes deeper than that that would be a thought there would be a belief that underpins that which is like if i'm overweight that means nobody likes me and if nobody likes me that means i'll never be loved and that's mm. like oh that's pretty deep mm. if you'll never be loved and love is like human currency mm. that's going to motivate you right another thing is is like if i'm overweight um then uh, you know then i'm, I'm not good enough I, i'm ugly yeah and if i'm ugly like i'm not good enough yeah and so these are really deep things and that feeling of not being loved or that feeling of not being good enough can be fantastic motivation but it's based on a on the factor that you don't love yourself mm. which is like it's a double-edged sword so it can get you moving but through that that type of motivation will never lead to fulfillment mm. because you're always doing it to fill a void of i'm not good enough so i need to do this whereas if if you feel whole and i don't just mean say yeah i'm whole you know i mean like you wake up and you feel whole and you're like connected to spirit you're like god like godlike yeah that's a place of like wholeness and so you then are not motivated by not being enough you're not trying to fill a void you're motivated then by it's probably going to look like contribution, helping others. That's mm. what it will probably look like. Because once you're full, once your cup is full, so to speak, you can pour into others. Whereas a lot of people, myself included, for many, 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 many years, and even still sometimes now, it's come from a place of not good enough. Even my Guinness World Record came from a place of not good enough. And it just plays a perpetual cycle of you reach a goal you still don't feel good enough because there's always someone else better and that is ego motivation and yes it can make incredible results but until the the switch flicks and you go oh wait a minute i don't need all those results to be good enough like i mm. am good enough mm. now i'm now i'm free i'm emotionally free because i don't get I don't, i'm not guilty i don't have fear because i'm already whole i'm already good enough and then moving forward that's where fulfillment and success exists. Yeah. Ego, mo ego motivation is predominantly just success and achievement without, um, without the fulfillment. Yeah. And I guess like that, that kind of would tie us into one of our next questions that we had, like, cause for you to feel fulfilled, you want to be ticking off the things in life that you value. Like you want to want to make sure that you're hitting them values and fulfilling those. So like, what would you say, are there any standout values that you see a trait along high performers? Like, is there something that sort of keeps showing up in your... Yeah. First off, I wouldn't say ticking off values. I think there's something oh. you live by. You know mm. what I mean? They're, they're not something to achieve per se. Mm. It's imagine a, 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 like a liter bucket. It's, it's not either full or empty. It can be a little bit. You can like the value can be present in your life a little bit or a lot, like a scale of one to 10. Yeah. So yeah for for success and achievement there are definitely some values that will be present for fulfillment fulfillment is pretty much living by your values 
If, or, if you had 10, your top 10 values and they were buckets and they were all full 10 out of 10, you would feel pretty fulfilled as long as your ego wasn't saying this isn't enough, you know, mm. you know, I'm, I'm still not good enough. So for a high performer, some top values, I mean, everybody is going to know these. I'm sure it's like discipline. Discipline would be a, it's, it's like a trait or a characteristic mm. focus uh, winning, winning competition. I would say there would be, yeah, winning competition, discipline, focus, determination, hard work. These are all like characteristics or traits that mm. someone would have. And it really depends on your definition of success. Yeah. If, if, if we're talking about like sporting, uh, business, wealth potentially, which is, is more traditional ideas of success, I would say what I just said, mm. but it really depends on someone's mm. definition. All I do know this is people that succeed, they never quit. Yeah. That's the number one thing. People quit. I was listening to Tony Robbins this morning and I, have heard most of his stories and he was talking about another one and the amount of times he was rock bottom in debt, had like millions of dollars in debt. And there was another story. He, check this out. This is crazy. You might've heard this one. He went across the border to Canada to run an event and he, he got to Canada and someone said, hi, my name's something I need to meet with you in regards to the event. And he was like, okay, he went and met with him. And the guy was from the tax department, the Canadian tax department, and said, you can't be running an events here. You're, at, like, you're not registered for tax in this country. Something like that. And Tony Robbins had hundreds of people coming to this event. And he had sold it out, had tickets. And Tony's like, well, I'm, I'm doing this event. Everyone's paying, they're doing it. And he's like, no, you're not. You're, you're not doing it. By law, you're not doing it. Otherwise, you'll be arrested. And so Tony, like, thinking on his feet, he had a few hours to organize this rung up or got his team to like ring up a hotel back across the border in America. And he hired some, some buses, like four or five buses got as soon as people turned up at the venue, put them on the buses, bust them to America <laughs> and ran the event in America. And what he did is every 15 minutes or half an hour on the bus, he would hop from one bus to the next bus to like get everyone in state, teach them something. So he was going across the different buses as they drove, and he called it a traveling seminar and they finally got there. It was, it, I don't know how far away it was, maybe an hour. Finally got there and ran the seminar. And I, and I was just thinking, like, that is, yeah. that guy, is, that's, he's hungry to win. He is mm. hungry to be the best, you know? And I'll, I'll almost guarantee that he would have been driven from a mentality of, well, you know his story, like from lack. I want to say from lack, from not being mm. good enough. His story, he never had anything. He was mm. motivated from nothing to achieve. Um, yeah, so never give up. Is mm. I know it's been said a billion times, but people mm. really do um, fail. And sometimes we need support. Yeah. Sometimes I want to quit. And so I call my coach and I'm like, I'm done. It's too hard. No? <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he will coach me through it. So I don't think anybody, in fact, I'm positive. Nobody does it alone. Mm. There are strong traits, but we are all supported. We need to utilize that support. I'm sure you have clients, right? You, you guys coached at a gym and you, do you support them through their health journey and, and their mindset and mindfulness now? And, like I have a coach, I've been your coach. So it's, there, yeah. there is this, there is this support, which is so crucial, even for the top athletes, gold medalists, they have coaches. Mm. Yeah. Pretty important. It's just almost like the shortcut because like, I mean, you could, you can definitely do it alone, but when you have, when you've had someone there that's done it before, they can give you the shortcut. They can give you mm. the quick strategy that will speed mm. up your, your results and your outcomes. Hmm. Mm. Totally. They will, they will, it's funny. One book might've taken someone 10 years to, of lessons and they write yep. it and they put it in a book and you read it in one day. Mm. It's like, you've just got 10 years worth of wisdom in a day. 
So yeah. you read books, uh, you go to events, seminars, you're collapsing hundreds of years of wisdom mm. and installing it like the matrix into your brain. And not only that, like saving you 10 years of like okay. trial, tribulation, and tests. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's what I see a lot, um, common traits for high performers as well. They see the value in investing in courses, in education, in like resources, coaches, because they know, or they can obviously see the, like you get the shortcut, like what I just said before. Oh, like it's, it's like the, return, the return on investment. Yeah, like, yeah. Pouring it straight back into yourself, really. So what's, what's your guys' definition of high performer? I would, I would say someone who's, someone who's got that clear image within their mind of what they want to achieve, and then they're consistently taking steps towards it. So I, I believe it's about consistent effort over time mm, and discipline. Discipline, yeah. yeah. Consistent yeah. effort for me. It's a high so performer. a high performer to you is not about the results; it's about the effort results effort i think the the process the process in which you can get the results and the impact i guess that you can make on others while doing that as well mm. okay i was just curious yeah mm. yeah um i was going to ask you as well going back to the ego so for those who are watching and listening the ego isn't really us is it it's our concept it's, of ourselves yeah it's so not, it's so like your name you were, a, you were, before you were given a name, you were a human being, but your mm. parents then gave you a name. So like, it's like, who were you before you were given your name? Cause you weren't Michaela. Like, who is that person? Mm. And even, even before you were really a baby, like that, the essence of you and, and is so it, it, anything on top of that essence of who you are, the human part of you is ultimately an ego. It is, it is mm. who, who you think you are. Yeah. Mm. So if yeah. you think you're Michaela and you think you own feel alive, well, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But that, as well, like they're all everything that we I guess know and believe is all learnt behaviour as well. So every everything can also be unlearnt, right? Yeah, well, I think be careful. I don't think everything is learned behaviour. Like screaming as a baby is instinctive. Mm, okay. So I don't know if that's learned behavior, but between, you know, you guys know this between two and seven years old during the imprinting phase, yep. that's where you learn most behaviors. Yeah. That's where your values and beliefs get installed. Mm. That's where the, 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 so we've got our limbic system, which is like the reptilian part of us, which is instinctive, yep. you know, emotional, mm. emotional center. And then we've got our cortex and that is, that is really where all the programming gets put in of beliefs, values, what's wrong, what's right, what's important, what's good, what's bad, mm. what a ball is, what, who, who I am, right? That's where it all gets built. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like you come into this world with that known knowledge already that to a, to an extent. Mm. And it's like all that other, other stuff that's put on top is kind of like the learned, the learned character you could say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I would, definitely say that and that's the bit we need to unlearn yeah yeah that's because once we get back to the blank canvas then we can paint any picture of the life we want but a lot of people are caught up going well this is who i am i'm i'm poor i'm overweight i'm unhealthy i'm ugly all of these stories which are 100 percent lies not even true they're just someone's perception based on what they've experienced take out that experience and you're just the same blank canvas as everyone else, more or less genetics play a little part. Mm. Okay. So cool. Like, like let's unlearn all of that bullshit that you had gone through, through your childhood and through your past. Okay. Unlearned. Cool. Now, now who do you want to create? Mm. And people can tr completely transform their lives mm. by overcoming their past, by releasing all of those stories, which mm. as we've been talking about, is just programming. Yeah. yeah yeah it's huge hey like um like i know i know what's powerful for me is every now and then just checking in with myself and saying like the past is just a memory like it's just a memory it doesn't exist it's just a memory in our own mind that's mm. the only place it exists is in our mind and checking in on that it just brings for me it's just that reality of 
what are you worried about? Like the future is endless possibility, you know? Yeah. And so, I think also for anyone listening, it's always, everything we've experienced in our past, that's all we know. That is all we know. If, if we had never experienced um, a spaceship, we would not know it existed. It wouldn't, we wouldn't even understand the concept. And yeah. so if we looked at the future, we, we couldn't have a concept of ever living on Mars, for example. So let's say this is the past and this is the future. It's everything we've learned then, when we look towards the future, we, all we know is what we've learned before. So yeah. a lot of people's futures will represent their past because it's, that's all they know. Until something in the present moment, in the now, either interrupts them or they become conscious, become aware, and start to go, well, wait a minute, this past isn't true. So get rid of that. Now, like you said, the future's unlimited possibility because I'm not defined by any of those concepts that are not true. Mm. For yeah. anyone listening, curious on how to change the past, or oh, not, sorry, not change your past, how to unprogram from learnt behaviours, how would you um, explain that to them? How would you get them to start working on that now? I would tell them to sign up and do a session with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, you can't do it alone. Mm. Like, you can't do it alone. <clears throat> I still have coaches. I went on a retreat in Costa Rica a few weeks ago and I was doing more work with a, with a coach. So, yeah, mm. I would say, I would say get, <clears throat> get pretty obsessed with it. Um, get a healthy obsession with it because you only have one life. This is your life. And you can either keep, um, it feels like this. If you've ever felt heavy, if you've ever felt unworthy, stressed, if, if you've got resistance in your life towards yourself, if you have health issues, a lot of the time overweight comes from a lack of self-belief. Like if you have any of these symptoms, if you're not having the relationships, the quality of relationships you want, that you see other people having, that you, that you look, would like, and if you can be honest with yourself and say, honestly, yeah, my life is not like there are things in it that I'm not happy with. I would say, cool. That is your sign that you've got work to do. Find someone like you guys, find someone like myself and reach out because once, once you release even just a little bit of baggage and you have weight come off of your shoulders, you will, you will feel lighter. I had a girl message last night. One of my clients, we did some work yesterday. She messaged this morning. She said, I feel lighter and I'm two kilos lighter than I was yesterday. Wow. Oh, I know. It's, it's real. It is real. Um, and if I can share a recent story of myself, hmm. when I was in Costa Rica doing this work, my, my sole intent was to be more authentic. Instead of forcing an outcome, you know, I've got to be this person on stage talking to this many people. Instead of forcing it, I just wanted to be able to let go of it and allow the universe to um to manifest for me and i've got these scars on my body uh for there was a period of my life where i got very very sick and i got these scars all over my body and i knew that those scars would disappear when i started to live more in my truth because when we get rid of baggage this is deep now but when we get rid of baggage our energetic field actually magnifies mm -hmm. and when that magnifies it sends light to our cells our cells magnify any disease, any, any issue is a, like a cellular issue, but beyond that, it's an, it's an issue with our energy because we're, yeah. we're beings of light. And so I knew that the scars on my body, when I let go of more of my baggage, let go of more resistance inside myself, I knew the scars would disappear. And it's so funny. I did this work and um, I started to feel like my more wholeness, more, more oneness, and within about three days, the scar just disappeared. And it's been there for four years now. Wow. That's crazy. And, wow. three, and I felt it. Like I felt my body lighter and I just felt just, yeah, lighter and more energy. And I was like, that scar's going to go. I just knew it. And within three days, gone. And I watched it just disappear day by day. And I was just like, it, it just gave me the signal that like, not only does this work mm. on a huge scale, but just keep doing the work. You mm. can never, you can never stop, but the rewards are endless. The rewards are health, mm. self-love, positive emotions, financially. You, you will have the courage 
to go and demand what you deserve in your workplace. You'll have the courage to step up and be an entrepreneur and open a business. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll be vibing at a higher level. People will want to come and work with you. So, you know, the, the baggage is the root cause of, of all issues. So mm. if you're listening to this, um, what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? A couple of grand to do mm. a session, which you'll make back in a few months. Like, and, but the truth is your whole life will change forever. Yeah. And so if, if you've got 60 years, 50 years, 40 years left on earth, what's three, four, five grand? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Benefits. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it, it just, it changed my life coming in to do my, I think my first breakthrough session as well. Like, cause I had no idea what any of that stuff was. I kind of just like thought that that was life. And then came in, did my first session. I was like, Whoa, what just happened? And then when we did master prac as well, that was like, as well on like, um, breakthrough on steroids and yeah it's just it's just crazy the growth that's happened just from something so that I didn't understand I didn't understand it and now I can put so much value on it because I can see the results that came from it yeah, mm. oh. yeah there you go <laughs> there you go people like, <laughs> yeah speaks for itself yeah. yeah um like a couple of things that we sort of see pop up every now and then is like you know, there's either people that have these amazing ideas, like they've got this, they've got this concept, they've got this ideal, they've got this um, creation in their own mind and they just don't understand how to draw that down into the physical. They're un unsure of the process. Um, but then on the flip side of that, sometimes people come in and they have that clear image of what they want to create but then they get so caught up in all of the details that they decide to either throw the towel in or they get burned out because, you know, they end up losing sight of why they're doing it in the first place. So could you sort of shed some light on, I guess, some strategies on how both of those people can sort of keep moving forwards on their journey? Yeah, for sure. If um, it, people are going to have ten strengths and tendencies, hmm. um, and some people might get stuck in one realm, very visionary for a while, and then they might get stuck in another realm, which is very like details orientated and structured for a while. I would say this, whichever one you prefer doing, outsource the other one. So if you mm. can pay someone to do the one that you don't prefer doing and become a team, that's, I mean, that's how all good businesses function. But if you don't have, I understand that people might not have the ability to outsource, so, so outsourcing for anyone listening is like, I, I'm the leader of my business, a bit of the visionary and I do the creative work. And then I have people that do the emails, the phone calls, all of that stuff, which is like the day-to-day businessy stuff. And for anybody wanting to expand and grow, the sooner you can do that, the better. Even if it means you have to sleep in a cardboard box, not literally, but you know what I mean? Cut your expenses, pay someone else to do it. It frees you up to grow more so i will say that but what are some strategies is it generally and this is a question for you are the visionary the, the visionary people that struggle to get it moving in the in this world do you find it's majority females or males is it an equal balance i'd say like i'd, I'd say personally i've seen like a little bit of find guys tend to take that little bit of an action step, but um, it's pretty borderline 50, 50. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 And I would say the same generally like masculine is more action mm. doing and the feminine is more being and more ideas based. Um, what would it, my, my strategy be? I would, the first thing would be to write it down, take mm. it from the ethereal world to the physical world. So even though you're not fully constructing it, you're, you're, you're getting it down on paper so that it, it starts to become tangible. And whether that looks like a list of things to do or it looks like pictures, I love pictures and flow charts, mm. get all of your ideas. And I've got a bit of paper over there, which is like this big. It's a, it's a whole notebook. And I just have them stuck up on the walls and I can and write down and there's a whiteboard there. So it's wherever we can just get it out of here and start dumping it down. That would definitely be 
the first step. Build a build a build a model of what you want, and then mm. build a like start from the end, work backwards, build like a ninety day plan, something like mm. that, and it that's going to chunk right down to a to do list. Mm. Yeah. The other thing is I've got a wall planner, which is the size of it's two meters long by one meter wow. and it's, it's the whole year. So I know what's happening on the macro scale. And then I've got a smaller like calendar, uh, a digital one, which then I've got the big concepts on the wall. And then I take the smaller concepts down to more details. And then within those smaller concepts to do lists. And so it's all digitized and organized, but I would just say, get it out of your head onto paper and make sure there are to do list action steps and you literally just just do one thing on the list. Mm. If, you're, if you're really new to this and beginning, do one thing on the list and reward yourself. Mm. Do one mm. thing on the list and have a cup of tea and sit down and really appreciate yourself for taking action. Uh, and that's how small, I get that small sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm stressed, there's so much to do. Mm. But I'll just make a cup of tea and I'll be like, you did good today, John. (laughs) You're doing good. (laughs) And, and so, you know, a lot of people might think, oh, that, you know, that's silly, but really it, it, when we can reward ourselves and keep ourselves in a, in an efficient state, we get way, you know, we get way more done over the long run. Mm. Um, A lot of people try and that whole thing in their head, they try and build it all in, six months 12 months one day sometimes hmm. they, it's not possible and they they quit they're like this is too hard when really some days don't work like just don't work and other days you know do do as much as you can and i think dan said it earlier though, like consistency really is mm. really is hmm. yeah 100 i think as well like you touched a little bit about the feminine and masculine energy recently or probably the last 12 months i've really been feeling when my masculine energy is super high because I'm wanting to get so much shit done and then I can feel myself completely burning out and then I have to tap back into that feminine, bring myself back up, bring, um, become a bit more nurturing and loving and kind of just relax and be okay with it. So it's really, I think, important as well to have that balance and trust the balance and trust both energies because obviously they both play their huge role. They both play a really big role. So um, totally. having, having that attunement, that, that intuition, that feeling is really important too, just to listen. Yeah, I can't stress that enough for anyone listening as well, especially if you're an overachiever, the ability to self-nurture, slow down and rest is, uh, it's 50% of the battle. Imagine a Formula One car that didn't have a pit stop. Mm. It would just die. It would, something would break. Um, and you're so right, whether that's Epsom salt baths, whether it's more meditations, whether it's going into nature, swimming at the beach, mm. um, or even for some people hanging around with other people. Socializing can be like a nurturing activity because they can just get out of their head and into their body and go dancing, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah, hugely. Yeah, it kind of seems like um, like the more you go down the path of it, it's more so than anything, it's just like a deep connection with yourself really like mm-hmm. i know i know for myself like going starting my own business and going down this path for me it was like so much of my stuff was presented to me that i had to go within to sort of discover that aspect of myself and i feel like um yeah going on this journey of wanting to excel and wanting to not say become more because you're always going to be you but you or that that path of growth like it's just having that deep connection with self really. Hey. Hmm. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyone watching, did you guys have any questions for John? We'll wait for them to pop in, but did you want to add anything else to this JT? JT, who's that? <laughs> John Templeton. Um, no, I mean, if, if, if anyone is watching you, I'm all about, big audacious goals Mm. and there are days when you will not feel like you can do it and there are days when you will not want to do it and you'll want to quit you might not even want to be alive anymore and that is normal so don't think you know when you i think it's really important 
that when you have those down days, when you feel like shit, when you feel like quitting, you are not alone. Everybody on Instagram is bullshitting. Their lives are not that good. So don't beat yourself up. Beating yourself up is this perpetual downhill cycle because you're like, oh, I'm not good at it. And then you don't do good at it. And then you're like, I told you I'm not good at it. And that's just, it just reinforces negativity. And so when you fail, because it's going to happen, just know that I've failed squillions of times. So with Dan and Michaela. And it's okay. That's part of the growth. So instead of like I've failed and I'm shit, it's I've failed, but I've learned something new. Mm. And all of a sudden those failures become the bricks that you use to build your ladder, to build the steps up to heaven, wherever you're going. Mm. Yeah. So set big goals and go for it. <laughs> Love it. What do they call them? B-hags. B-hags. Big, big hairy, audacious goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Cool, cool. Um, did you want to share a bit about your wealth mastery program that you're going on? Because I'm actually, I'm really excited. Yeah, for I'm it. so excited. I'm pumped. It's gonna be that. good. Yeah. Um, well, it starts on Monday. It's five days, one to two hours a day, and it's through the Facebook group. I'm sure you can share the link. Yeah, mm. with that. everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. completely free. It's done through Zoom like this. There's also a workbook and some and some homework, some financial stuff and mindset stuff. So it's wealth and mindset. Um, yeah, totally free. Come and learn. Come and learn. It, <sighs> it'll be. It is the first step, and this is the first step I took to creating wealth, and I've done all right. And so this is for people to take their first step. It doesn't matter how old or young you are. It doesn't matter how much money you do or don't have. At the end of the five days, I'm even going to give people an opportunity to join an investment that I'm currently part of, which is very minimal input and it's producing 20% um, per month, between 10 and 20 mm. this month, this month yeah. more than 20%. So it's, it's, it's crushing it. And yeah. everybody, everybody can have access to that. Um, I'm going to talk about it on the Friday, on the last day of the intensive. Cool! Yeah, awesome. Wow, I'm excited. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. We can. Have you? Um, you guys will be into it. I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Uh, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. All well, right. um, thanks again for jumping on today, JT. It's yeah, been, been awesome chatting, connecting again. Mm. Um, and yeah, we'll have to um, get out and get a dive happening again soon yes. when we're able. <laughs> Super keen. Yeah. Winter's good for it. Winter's good. You'll have to have <laughs> oh, If anyone at all, I wish, I wish I could video how you were. Like, he was shaky. It was so cold. Your hands were all white when we were in that. I think I stitched oh. up a little bit there, didn't I? With the temperature. <laughs> Such a stitch up. Oh, if we go diving again and it's winter. I am getting, I'll probably buy my own wetsuit, like 20 mil, and <laughs> and I'm definitely wearing a hood, definitely, like there's no question. <laughs> oh, that's gold. Oh, that's, that's so epic. funny. Cool, there's um, a couple of people came for the wealth, um, wealth oh, and awesome. mindset program, so I'll share the link in the group and let them all know about it. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Um, and that's kicking off Monday. Yeah, Monday. I'll, I'll be going live at about, I think it's 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll be live for one to two hours, depending on the momentum and the flow of the training. Yep. And then yep. there, there's like homework to do each day as well. But the replays will be posted in the group if people can't make it live. Awesome. Perfect. Sounds really good. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Did you want to um, stream? You can take this off the stream, yeah. But um, thanks for watching, everyone. And um, yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome, guys, and thanks for tuning in, and we'll chat to you guys soon. Awesome. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. Did that stop? I don't yeah. really know. It stopped. Oh, sweet. There you go. Wicked. Easy. How's that, man? I'll stop the recording, too. Thank you for tuning in to the Feel Live experience. Make sure you follow this channel, and if you got something from today's podcast, we'd love it if you shared it with your friends. Stay up to date with what's going on. You can check us out at www.feel-live.com.au and follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We'd also like to invite you into our Quantum Performance Facebook page. You can locate this page by simply going to our website and joining our members group or you can go to our Instagram page and find the link in our bio. Tune in next time for another great episode from the Feel Alive Experience.